Oh, my God. So, like I said, we literally have been trying to get this thing right for the past hour. It is a late Saturday night, and you cannot say I'm not, like, dedicated because it takes a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work putting this podcast together and just getting it out. Um, It's been a while since I've been in the studio. Like, I hate when people, you know, think that having a podcast is so easy because everyone else does it. It's not easy. It takes a lot of work that goes into it. Like, this is a full podcast. I go in the studio. I do this all on my own. I might have help one or two days, but I do this all on my own. So I don't just, like, sit down and just talk. This is not a podcast where I'm like, oh, you know, let me pull out my computer and let me plug in some mics and let me just do this shit from home. Like, it takes a lot. That's what people need to understand. Like, if you want to have a good podcast and produce good quality work like day in and day out like it takes a lot dude just from like the planning of it like what I'm going to talk about and it takes me some time to develop new material or whatnot and just making sure that the audio is right the sound is right my video is right this is also an interactive podcast so there's video as well so it's a lot and sometimes I every week I have a lot of different moving components man it is now 616 it is after six o'clock and today is going to be a busy day so y'all can't say i'm not dedicated as fuck because i'm gonna just go in today um can you put two hours on the clock i'm gonna record two episodes i'm gonna pick up on my travel um episode ways from home and then i'll go into um same clothes as yesterday so just put two hours on the clock it's now 617 um and just fade me up just give me 10 seconds Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. Oh my God, it's been like forever, forever. And I just want to start off this episode by saying, look, I truly, sincerely um, thank all of my followers on Instagram, all my social media accounts. Uh, That's just been truly supporting me. I know it's been a while since I have been in the studio. Honestly, it's been like, um, it's been far too long. It's been far too long. I don't even want to tell you the exact time because y'all going to be like, damn, bitch. Where the hell have you been? Um, But yeah, so I, like a while back, I want to say in September, I had to pretty much take some time off from social media to just deal with me, you know, like get myself together, focus solely on me. Like there, it was a time where it was like I had a lot of shit going on and I just felt really insecure about myself and that's something that I don't really um talk about or just say and when I get real insecure about myself I just get real bratty I just get real bratty and real impulsive and I do real impulsive things and I just was like I don't know I can't describe it because I mean I really do think it was like depression or something or like I had like a seasonal depression which I don't know it's just like have you ever um just felt like crying one day or just been in bed and just didn't have the energy to do anything you know I don't want to I didn't want to do my hair 
I didn't want to like go out. I didn't want to do anything. You know, I just felt like, I don't know, like, like the winter time, like when you don't feel like doing anything in the winter time, I was like, yo, it's not even fall yet. It's not even autumn. Like I shouldn't be feeling like this. So I had to take time off to get myself together and just be like, look, you a bad bitch. You a bad bitch. I had to tell myself that like sometimes you have to have that, you know, conversation with yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and be like, yo, I'm a good person. Yo, I am worthy. Yo, I'm the baddest bitch alive. And can't nobody fucking top that. Like whenever I feel down, I just literally go into my little fucking cocoon and I don't want to fucking deal with no motherfucking body. And I'm just like, look, I'm just solely focusing on me because in this day and age, like we are so wired and it's easy because You know, we consume most of our news, most of everything from um, social media. So it's so hard to, like, disconnect. And sometimes I just find myself just, like, scrolling on Instagram, scrolling on Twitter, looking at everybody else's life, um, not really focusing on mine. It's like sometimes I wish I could just disconnect, but it's not easy. It's not easy for me, you know? So I had to say, okay, you need to disconnect from, like, social media because the way you're feeling, you just need to, like, solely just focus on yourself, you know? And I'm that person where, like, I'm that fun person. I'm the good time. I'm the person that everyone likes to be around because there's something about me. I honestly believe I have this magic aura that I, like, attract people to me. And I I, I get it. I I see that because truly I am like a truly genuine, cool ass person. Like I get it. Like I'm the girl next door. But sometimes I don't take time for myself to be like, okay, that's cool. I don't really want to hang with you. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I shouldn't have to explain to certain people that I don't want to hang with you, that I don't want to be around you. You know, it's nothing personal. It's nothing personal. So if I say to a person, look. I'm letting you know right now, you're probably not going to hear from me or see from me, you know, in a few weeks or a few days. That's nothing personal. Just know that it's just me and, like, I'm getting my shit together. So I really appreciate um, people checking in on me, you know, sending me DMs or just reaching out to me and be like, hey, are you okay? You know, because a lot of times, like, to be honest, guys, I'm always a person that's, like, checking up on people. And, re- and it's rarely ever returned by certain people. So I do notice those people. I, I do notice you. I really do. And I really, really appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and just get right into it. So this will be um, part two of my travel series titled Ways From Home. I did my first Ways From Home back in June or July. I did my first Ways From Home back in July and I just wasn't um, happy with it. So I just decided to, you know, kind of do it again, do a part two because I felt like it was certain things that I left out of Ways From Home. So, you know, I pretty much during my pristine months, which goes from like May through August, I usually that's my fun time. I usually travel. I do fun shit. You know, that's 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 my time or whatever. So this year um, I went to three different countries in two months. Um, I went to Denmark and I stayed in Copenhagen and I went to Sweden. I stayed in Stockholm and I went to Iceland and I stayed in Reykjavik. So those were my three countries. And I traveled around Scandinavia, including Helsinki. I spent some time in um, Finland. Um, So, yeah. So I just wanted to share some travel tips for people if you're interested in traveling or if you're curious about where I've been because you have because you have a trip and you want to go. Um, So this episode is for you. 
feel free to hit me up. My Twitter is, my personal Twitter is Annoying Artists at Twitter, you know, just at Annoying Artists. Um, and then Tom Girl Podcast, you can find me on Instagram, Annoying Artists, or Tom Girl Podcast. So if you have any questions for me about travel, about any of these trips that I went to, shoot me a DM, you know, tweet me, and I will be, I'll be happy to um, answer them. So let's talk about Iceland first. So I want to go ahead and talk about the places that I've been and what I like about those countries and what you can expect from going. And then I will get into how I how I afford to travel, how you can afford to travel, how to fly, how to find um, cheap tickets, hotel accommodations, all of that. So first off, let's start off with Iceland. So Iceland is very, very windy. It's very, very windy and you need to pack for the trip. This is not like this is not like one of those fucking trips where you're like, oh, no, you know, like I'm going to Jamaica. Let me pack some light clothes and bathing suits and all of that. No, you just need to pack for the trip. It's going to be very windy, um, raining, cold, pretty much all the time. So that's what you can, you know, expect to for Iceland. So you want to pack for Iceland. Um, Iceland is, um, a country that doesn't really use cash. I mean, they do, they have plenty of ATMs. You can go to the ATMs there, but for the most part, most businesses, places all accept debit credit. They are extremely debit and credit friendly. If you go to Iceland, you need to rent a car. You need to, need to, need to rent a car. Public transportation is not all that great. They do have bus systems, but it's not as great as like Copenhagen where you have really great public transportation, the metro, all of that. Yeah, pretty much people in Copenhagen, they ride bicycles or they take the metro. Iceland is very, very expensive. I will say it again. It is very expensive. This is not a cheap, cheap vacation. People think it's cheap because you can catch a cheap flight through Iceland Air, Ryanair, wherever for like $200. Wow. Has cheap ass flights. So that's another tip for you. You can, you know, get your um, plane ticket to Iceland fairly cheap. But once you get there, Iceland is extremely expensive. Like I'm talking like a gallon of gas is like 20 USD dollars, like that much, you know. So yeah, so plan as early as possible. Um, I went in the summertime. So during the wintertime, it's extremely cold and you have the chance to see the northern lights. Okay, so if you want to see the northern lights, that's pretty cool. But keep in mind, um, it's very, very cold and your days are much shorter. And a lot of the roads will be closed due to... um, you know, snow pretty much. So you can't see a lot. So if you wanted to go to Iceland and if you wanted to travel around the ring, that pretty much takes seven days. I'm pretty sure you're not going to be able to see everything. So keep that in mind if you do decide to go during the winter. It's going to be cheaper because there's not a lot of tourists um, and it's really, really cold. But during the summertime, which is when I went, you pretty much have 24 hours of daylight. So it's daylight 24 hours. Um So therefore, you get to see more, right? So Iceland is pretty much like a seven to 10 day trip. This is not like a quick, oh, I'm just going to be here for, you know, two or three days, fly back. It's not that type of thing at all. 
Um, so if you come during the summer, um, you will not have a chance to see the northern lights because, of course, it has to be dark for you to be able to see that. But um, you you do have it's sunlight and it's really, really weird because it really the sun does not set. So you could just be looking out of your window at 3 a.m. and it's like blue. It's like this pretty pink blue. I, I can't describe it um, like it 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 was really, really wild um, seeing that. So if you come during the summer, um, it's it's definitely going to be more people. The tourists are going to be out. The tourists are going to be there. So therefore, everything is going to be more expensive. And Iceland is a place where you will pretty much be staying. I think I said this in um, episode one. But you will pretty much be staying at um, a guest house because their hotels there are very, very um, expensive. So you're pretty much going to be staying at a hostel or a guest house, which they are very, very nice. I stayed in three hostels by mistake in Iceland. Because I messed up with my booking. So my first choice was Loft Hostel. So if you ever are in the, you know, if you're ever planning a trip to go to Iceland, I would recommend staying at Loft Hostel. It's really, really nice. And it's in downtown Reykjavik, which is where everything is. So, um, yeah, I, I made a mistake and I forgot to book a few days. And then when I realized it and I tried to go back and book them, they, they were already booked you know, or like at capacity. And I had a single room in a hostel and it was extremely beautiful. So I do recommend staying there. Um, and the other place I stayed, one was kind of like um, a guest house, which was really, really nice because they had like, you know, washer and dryer if you wanted to wash your clothes and they do it for you. It was like cool. And it, it's very, very clean. Like Iceland has some really, really good drinking water. So if you ever go there, don't even bother out just drinking their tap water. Just drink water from, like, fuck, any, <laughs> anywhere. Um, and it's a place where I really enjoy myself. I had a really nice time. I had to rent a car. Um, I had to drive to, like, sightsee, sightsee, everything that I wanted to see. So I actually have a map of all of the places that I've went to in Iceland so if anyone is interested in the, if they're traveling to Iceland and you want to see that map of like all the restaurants and places that I've been hit me up and I will give you that map because you will definitely need it so let's talk about Denmark okay Denmark that trip was probably like my favorite trip um Denmark Copenhagen the city is one of the most happiest places that there is and I went there to pretty much find out why and I wanted to explore Huga. Like what like what does Huga mean? Like it is a term that's so popular in the US and it comes from Danish. It means to be cozy. And I wanted to experience that and to find out you know what makes them so happy as Danish people. And it's their way of life. And I've noticed that when I was in Denmark, uh, when I was in Copenhagen, it is very, very, very quiet. They're quiet people. They're not loud. They're not noisy. When I was on the metro or the trains, I didn't. It was so quiet. You could hear a pin drop. And it just sounded so weird for me um, coming from like NYC where the trains are so loud and everyone is so loud. It was just, I was like, wow. Like I actually, I actually was afraid I was afraid to start talking because I was like, if I start talking, someone is going to look at me crazy. Like everyone on this fucking train is going to look at me like crazy, you know, like crazy. But um, yeah, like they're very, very quiet. Um, You will see tons and tons of bicycles because it is more likely to get hit and killed by a bicycle 
than it is um, a car because there's so many bicycles on the road. It's it's really it's really a city that's pretty much like ran by you know people with like bikes. Like they they biked everywhere, everywhere. So if you ever go there, um, <laughs> you have to you have to get a bicycle. And I had so much fun um, when I was there. I went on a bicycle tour. I went cycling around Copenhagen, and that was so fun because you're also with um, foreigners people who are traveling and they're visiting so you get to meet people from germany france like bulgaria like all these places and you know that was really really cool yeah so it it is really the danish people are really trusting people um which is something that i've noticed like when i was just outside of like shops and everything i noticed that mothers or people will leave their babies and baby strollers like just outside while they're like either inside buying something or just having lunch with a friend because the danish people are very very trusting so to see something like that you would never see anything like that in the us people will call fucking cps on you child protective services but it's okay like it's okay like the danish people how can I explain this? Um, they don't care about you on a social level because it has nothing to do with them in their day to day life. So it's not that they're rude because, you know, here, you know, we have manners and we like to speak to everyone. But, you know, people don't speak, you know, unless spoken to. That's that's what I'm trying to say. They do not speak unless spoken to. You know, they they really mind their business. Um, they're just very direct they're very direct. Same thing as Swedes. I was in, you know, Sweden. I was in Stockholm for a day. Um, Denmark, you know, you don't really need cash. Just take, you know, card, debit cards, credit cards. That's fine. Um, so if you ever are in Copenhagen, you have to try a hot dog. They're really, really big on hot dogs. They have this open sandwich called Smorbor. So I would try that. Um, if you're ever in Sweden... Of course, you got to try their Swedish meatballs. You can hit up this restaurant. It's really, really good called Meatballs for the People. So try their meatballs, try their lingonberries and all of that. And also, like, try this um, pastry. Like, the Swedes have a saying called fika, which pretty much means coffee break. And same way that we have smoke breaks here in the States where people take, like, a 10 or 15-minute smoke break. If you were ever in Sweden, they have um, what they call fika, which means to go on a coffee break. Like, I'm going to go take a fika, and I'm going to get coffee, and they usually have it with this um, pastry. That's really, really good. So they have coffee and they have this little pastry. And that is their fika. So um, how much I spent, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but I want to say like my Copenhagen trip was probably, I'll just, I'm going to include Copenhagen and Sweden together. That was probably around $2,000. Iceland was a probably around 1700 I don't have the exact numbers. Uh, maybe I'll make a video of the cost of like all these places and I'll break down my hotel stay transportation renting the car all of that and maybe I'll do a different vlog video of all these different um, places so I do have a travel vlog yes I yes I do and I created a poll and I asked people what countries are they most interested in Iceland or Stockholm 
um, in Copenhagen, and most people, Copenhagen won. So most people are interested in seeing Copenhagen. So I'm going to work on that one first, and then I'll go ahead and do Iceland. But Iceland is, like, mad cool. I got some cool-ass video from Iceland, so... Uh, well, yeah, we're going to we gonna we gonna make it work. We are going to make it work. Okay, so so there's two types of travel. You have your people like me who are backpackers. Um, we backpack, we take everything, our camera equipment, our clothes, we put it in a backpack and you have people who are like, okay, I'm just going to throw it, you know, in a luggage and that's going to be it. So I want to tell you why I like to travel light, um, pack light, because honestly, I realized it was one trip I took. I realized I took a luggage and I packed so much stuff and I didn't even wear all of it. I didn't even wear all of it. So I was just like, this is overkill. This is overkill. So I invested in a really, really good travel backpack. There are several brands like F-Stop, like Osprey is really, really good. And they're expensive. You know, they're like $100 plus, but from now on, all I take, all, 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 all I take are backpacks. It's easier that way. So pretty much, if I can fit everything in one backpack, that's really good. But sometimes I'll have two backpacks. I'll have one for like my camera gear, and I'll have one for um, my clothes and stuff like that. So so I have um, carry on. So I have one carry on backpack. And I just I have like, I guess, a small item. So therefore, I don't have to check my bags. I don't have to pay to check my bags, you know. And when you people who travel with luggages, that's like an extra 20 $30 here and there, you know, both ways, one way, two. I, I just don't I just don't do that. So that's why I prefer um, to travel with backpacks and I prefer to travel as light as possible. Um so another thing about traveling, I get this all the time, like debit cards or credit cards, like which are better, debit cards or credit cards. I'm a person when I travel, I do not use my credit cards for anything, not even my hotel room. I'll, I'll put all of that on my debit card. I'll just pay for it with my debit card and it comes out of my account right then. So therefore, I know that, okay, I just spent $800 on this hotel because I have the money right now. And so I'm just going to pay for it. And, you know, my debit card works the same way as my um, as, as any other credit card. So when I travel, um, the type of checking account that I have, um, I bank with Fidelity. There's another account. I think it's called Swab Simple Checking. Um, they do not have international fees. Okay. So when I go to travel, I'm able to use my debit card and not be charged any fees. I can go to the ATM. I can pay for my hotel and not be charged any fees. And it's money that I know that I have. It's cash. It's liquid. So it's coming out of my account right now. Like I'm not putting it on my credit card and then paying it off later. You know, so I just don't, I just don't deal with the whole credit card thing. You know, there's people that, they'll put their whole vacation on a credit card, you know, um, they'll book their flights on the credit card. They'll do, you know, it's, 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 it's a personal thing. So if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But just, I mean, that's just not how I work. So it's not necessary. My point is it's not necessary for someone to have a credit card to be able to travel like international travel, because you can with your debit card, there's two Checking accounts I told you about, I have a checking account with Fidelity. Um, there's another one called Schwab. I think it's Schwab Simple Checking, where there's no international 
you know, fees for when you travel. That's that's that. Um, yeah, so I was able to use my debit card like like anything. Um, and it worked out fine. I didn't have to, you know, worry about putting it on credit and then paying it later. It just it just it's just easier that way. It just comes comes right out. Um, I guess if you are interested in credit cards, I'm not going to get too much into that. I know Capital One, there's no um, international fees on their credit cards. And that's the thing, like some of your credit cards that you use to pay for these trips, they have fees, they have international fees. So it's like, okay, you're putting it on credit and you're also getting charged a fee. So just keep that in mind. So if you were looking to get a credit card or if you're a type of person that prefers to use credit over debit, I would go with Capital One. That's just all I'm saying. How do I afford to travel? How do I afford to travel? Well, me personally, this is just me personally. Um, so don't go saying that I'm elitist or this, this, and that. Um, when it comes to my finances, I budget my money. Um, I don't know how people live and they don't budget. I don't know why budgeting has had such a ne- negative connotation just a negative oh you budget that's terrible i don't uh, you're bro i don't i don't i don't know where that came from when people be like oh i have a budget or i'm on a budget or this isn't in my budget when people say those things people automatically have it in their head that oh this person is broke because they're on a budget like i never understand that so me when it comes to my finances i budget i use an app called ynab It stands for You Need a Budget. Maybe some of you guys have heard of it. There's another budgeting app called Every Dollar. That's Dave Ramsey. So if you follow him. But I use YNAB. And it's a zero-based budget. So therefore, I tell my money where I want it to go. Right? So when I get paid, I say, okay, I know I need... My rent costs this much. So of course, I got to put this much in my rent. My immediate obligations like electricity... Uh, what else do I pay for? Electricity, cable bill, you know, all those immediate obligations. So I budget out all of that money. And then the money that's left over, like my fun money, I say, okay, all right, $300 can go over here and into vacation. Um, $200 can go over here to get my hair done. So that's, that's how I budget. I tell my money specifically where I want it to go. When I get paid, there's people that's like, oh, okay, I'm going to pay all my bills. And then when I pay all my bills, I'm going to save. I also pay myself first. That's the point that I want to make. So um, when I get paid, I, you know, of course, I have direct deposit. I think I put like maybe 10 to 15 percent. 15 sounds pretty high. So maybe it's probably about 10 percent into my savings and then some of my 401k and then the rest just, you know, comes to me or whatever. So therefore, I'm already saving. I'm already saving money before I even see it. So, you know, I pay myself first. So I have that. And, you know, I I mean, I just I just budget. Those are tools that I um, use. I kind of tell my money where to go. And then I just save. I just save until I don't know, until I have enough money for um, a flight. And I know I know it's kind of hard. I don't want to sound like elitist or whatever when people say I might like, oh, my God, um, I can never afford to budget for wherever for whatever reason because I just I'm always broke or I don't have any money and to those people I honestly want to say just um 
Look at where your money is going, okay? So that's why you need to budget so you can see where you're spending money. Look at where your money is going and kind of go from there. Like work with your largest expense first. Work with your largest expense first. And for us, like millennials, I know that tends to be our housing. You know, I live in a city. It's a pretty urban city. I live in New York City. So our housing tends to be like one of our largest um, expenses. So, you know, if you can cut your largest expense, and it's like your house, you have to have a place to stay. So it's not like a cell phone bill or a cable bill where you can go without paying it and just cut it off or something like that. No, you need a roof over your head. So therefore, like work with that. You know, I tell people all the time, like it doesn't I don't really care about saving twenty dollars. Like I don't coupon at all. Right. I don't I don't fucking waste my time on that shit. That's another that's for like another episode on another day. But I don't fucking coupon. What are you saving? I never understood. Like, what are you saving? You save what? Fifteen dollars, eleven dollars or some shit that you don't really need that you weren't going to buy anyway. You're just spending money like I don't I don't coupon. I don't coupon. I don't group on. I don't buy shit on sale. Because if I want it, I'm going to buy it regardless of if it's on sale or not. So I've never understood. You know, I never understood that. I never understood that. But start with your biggest expense first. You know, it's not so much about, oh, okay, if I can cut cable, you know, okay, that's $50. That's $100 there. Yeah, it's going to help. But if your rent is like fucking $1,400 and you can't, you can't afford that. Get a fucking roommate. Split that shit in half. Seven each. So that's like 700 extra dollars that you have right there that you can use to travel. You know, so start with your largest expense first. You know, fuck the phone bill. Fuck the cable. Like, yeah, that's all important and stuff like that. But, you know, let's focus on the huge um, expenses. So that's just me personally. I don't want anyone saying that I'm elitist or I didn't, I don't try to include everyone and y'all can't take time off and all of that shit. Like, I understand that. Like, I understand everyone's situation and circumstances are not the same. I really do. But um, I'm trying to help. Um, I'm, I'm trying to help. So hmm, that's what I have. And also, um, where do I go to find cheap flights? I'll tell you right now where I go to find cheap flights. Go to www.skyscanner.com. I repeat it again. Sorry about the first time. www.skyscanner.com. That's where you want to go to find the best deals on flights. There's tons of other um, websites that are good too, but that's my go-to because it's like the best it's the best around. So what's coming through my headphones right now? Oh my God. Right now is Crew by Gold Link and Brent Fias. She see money all around me. It look like I'm the man. Mm-hmm. Well, I was down in the little Tell me, where have you been? You came out of hiding, girl. Don't act like I'm your man. You just a fan. You don't hold rank. Oh, that is my shit. Oh, my God. Let it play. Let it play. Let it play. She see money all around me. I look like I'm the man. 
up like last week Tell me where have you been Nigga with a sick ass mouth and a slick ass flow. Got your bitch around me, nigga, and I'm playing when I'm coming for the kitty. I'm a full goddamn. Do it for my niggas in the ghost right there. Do it for my niggas in the ghost right now. Niggas got killed for the boy, living dreams in the hills, and they watching for the boy right now. Goddamn, what a time, what a year. Uh, we are what them young boys feel. Uh, I kill, never be killed. That's real, no lie. You can tell it from my peers right now. Bitch, you wanna fuck me now. Bitch, uh, you wanna love me down. Girl, you can't tie me down like Ray J said, but no, I'm down. Um, you know, this has been pretty much my travel podcast, Ways From Home. I think I covered everything. Please let me know if I missed anything. Let me just, yeah, I think, I think we got it. I think we got it, guys. I love y'all and I appreciate y'all so fucking much. You guys hear the music. Oh my gosh. It's time for me to rap. New Mexico kept it real from the jump. East Coast annoying. I'm the best thing going. PVD goes the motherfucking hardest. And everything I do is so motherfucking Providence. <laughs> y'all, I love y'all so much. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Tom Girl Podcast. I am annoying artist. Good night from Manhattan.